Welcome to the latest edition, I dare I say, yeah, a special edition of the Husky Bulletin Podcast. It is Sunday, August 27th, when you are listening to this. And my goodness, T-minus four days from Owatonna football, hosting Hastings. Wow. New stadium, new uniforms, new high school. Jeff Williams is going for win number 200. And oh, by the way, John Partridge and myself, as part of the Miked Up Misfits, part of our special Friday football show, which will be broadcast every Friday starting September 1st, noon to 1, we're going to be there at 4.30 in the parking lot for Owatonna football, an extended pregame for two hours. Yeah, that's two hours. We're not going to have much trouble finding things to fill that length because there's so much excitement about this football team. And I bring this up because this is the Owatonna football season preview. It's going to be broken into a couple different versions. You are, if you're listening on the airwaves right now on 1170 AM, 106.3 FM on the fan Owatonna, you will get your uh, 54 minutes of awesome, excellent content. But Dan and Wisebrode and myself, who, yeah, my brother, and the color commentator, for the Huskies on Owatonna Live. We sat down, we broke everything into different categories, and we recorded an extended version, which will be downloadable and podcastable, as they say, available on all formats as an extended, about an hour and a half version, because there's just so much, and we couldn't cram it into the 52 minutes time slot, because guess what? Our advertisers are growing. We're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So, without further ado, I want to go through the advertisers and and then just jump right into the episode because there's so much to get through, and I want to make sure we get it into our time slot. Again, this is the Owatonna Special Edition, Owatonna Football Preview Special Edition Podcast. Our very generous partners and investors here on The Fan and this podcast are Wayne Nord, Wetmore Wealth Management, Federated Insurance, Havana Hills, Car Time of Owatonna, Matthew Petzinger, American Family Agent in downtown Wasika, CBD Centers of Wasika, Yakavino Law Office, LLC in Blooming Prairie, that's Jason Yakavino, and Havana Hills. So once again, thank you to all of those sponsors. That is our complete list, and then we will go through our premium sponsors. They are segment sponsors, but once again, thank you to all of them, and thank you for listening to the special 2023 Owatonna Football Season Preview. Right here on The Fan, Owatonna. Is anybody hungry? Calling all vendors. Are you ready for a culinary adventure like no other? Mark your calendars Tuesday, September 12th from 5 to 7.30 p.m. for the event of the year. Southern Minnesota's Taste Fest at the Four Seasons Center in Owatonna. Join us for a delightful journey through an array of delectable flavors and mouth-watering cuisines. From savory to sweet, our premier sampling event promises to tantalize your taste buds and leave you craving for more. Don't miss out on the ultimate foodie experience Tuesday, September 12th. Bring your friends, family, and an empty stomach to Southern Minnesota's Taste Fest. Welcome, as I'm sure you heard in the introduction to this episode, this is the big one. I am John Wisebrod. I am with my partner in crime, Dan Wisebrod, also known as the, the wingman to Hall of Famer, Roy Koenig. He's the color commentator for Owatonna Football, back again for his third year. This is the Owatonna Football Breakout Preview. Now, Dan, we're going to break this into a couple different episodes. You are going to hear the season preview. 
It's going to air at the regular time on Sunday. So welcome to all of the listeners that are tuning in. It is Sunday, August 27th. We'll have our normal, what is it, 54 minutes of content, 52 minutes. Thanks to all of our new sponsors. So it might be a little shorter than that, but that's okay. we got to pay the bills. And yeah. then we'll have an extended version of this podcast for podcast only, right, for download and streaming. Our format, I just kind of wanted to go through, you know, what you can expect in both versions of this. We're going to talk about some of the guys lost to graduation. We're going to go through the entire schedule this year. Yeah, right? break down everything. Every game, Dan. Every, every game. Every single game. We're going to do a defensive preview, every single position, an offensive preview, every single position. And then kind of gets fun, right? We kind of get some preseason narratives. Dan and I both have those. We're going to go back and forth. We've got breakout players. Kind of lumped these this next category together, stock rising, yeah, slash newcomers yeah. to watch. Yeah, like that. Stock rising, yeah. stock up. We saw a lot of stuff, talent. And you, you know from some of the ninth and 10th graders, yeah. you got some good information there. So we'll be able to kind of find out. Yeah, this is so. I mean, if you can't, if oh. you're not excited, I don't think you're living on planet Earth and you, because and football's pro- coming right and now. And you're probably not listening to this podcast if you're not excited, right? This yeah. is Husky football time. Yeah, and then we're going to talk about the new district format towards the end. You don't want to miss that because a lot of people don't quite grasp that yet. Then it gets really fun. We're going to do the 2023 record draft, right? So what does that mean? Well, Dan and I will do a basic little snake draft. We're each going to draft, oh, I think it's going to be three records apiece, right? We did this last did year. did last year. And, and I thought uh, it was kind of cool. Waiting for the Snickers bar. I uh, <laughs> don't remember actually who I think we, uh, I, don't I don't remember, remember where we ended on. on. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, that yeah. was fun. I don't remember who drafted four and four, but that's what they finished in the regular season. We'll do the same thing. So if uh, I get the first pick, we'll flip a coin. I will get pick one, four, five. Dan will get picks two, three, and six. We've got six records available for this little draft. 8 and 0, 7 and 1, 6 and 2, 5 and 3, 4 and 4, 3 and 5. Let's say Dan picks Owatonna to go 6 and 2. All right. And they end up going 6 and 2. Then he's the winner. All oh, right, winner. And we're something about bowling or something? Yeah. Yeah. For bowling game. On me, then. One game One only. Game. One game of bowling. Love it. And shoes included. And well, then the radio wrap up is going to be we're just going to talk about the partnerships we have this year. Uh, oh, on yeah. The fan Owatonna. General comments. And then. For the podcast version, you're going to want to stick around. We'll do an entire recap of last year's team, last year's season. Get a li- little bit more in-depth with that. Probably and, some of the player positions, one not. Exactly. And then we're going to talk about individual opponents to watch. Some individual players on Mankato West, Chan Hassan, anyone that's on their schedule. Who to expect to be uh, good on Some the of the forces, you know, a lot of D1 players. Yeah. They're going to square off against. And that should be it. But again, two different versions. We are going to jump right into it. You can't start this podcast without talking about the new stadium. The new You've stadium. been there. I've been there. You've been to the press box. Take it away. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, listening to Roy today on the Mic'd Up Misfits, he was talking about it. Division three quality stadium. Yeah. I'm going to even push it farther to Division two quality. I really like You and I have been to a lot of Division two stadiums. I mean, the elite, you know, down in Kansas. and But, yeah, it's pushing uh, Division two caliber, right? A lot of these kids that are going to go play in college on the Owatonna football team or anywhere, but specifically for Owatonna football, I guess, they'll go play college next year at Division Three and not have as good of facilities as they did this year for Owatonna. I really like it how it goes. What, light green, dark green? I really like that. That is awesome. You've got the end zones lettered. You've got the Husky head. It's it's gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. We've never seen an Owatonna football field with a big Husky head in the middle. They've got that. They've got end zones. One says Owatonna. 
The other one says, Huskies, yeah. show me a better high school stadium in southern Minnesota and beyond. And you know I, I mean? Royce <laughs> uh, touched on it, and uh, I think Otana's going to be in the running for possibly playoffs, you know, yes. hosting some section games, yeah. hosting possibly, I don't know if they're going to do soccer, but you've also got to think, you got the uh, lacrosse boys and yep. girls, and it is lined, I believe. It's for all of it. For everything. Yep. So you may be in the running to, to host some uh, really nice events. Uh, you don't have to go over to JWP. I know a lot of people or like to going Woodbury there. Yeah, you know, yep. for, for class 5A quarters. That's a great point. That, I heard that on the radio today. That's an HOF point. Yeah, that's Roy. a whole I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's that a Roy. Is, uh, that's, that's where you're at with Roy. <laughs> that's where you're at with Roy. But I mean, you think Rochester, about Rochester, too. You go there to play a lot. Yeah. Maybe you'll do Section 1A here. Yep. Or, and that's what know. I was thinking, like, Maybe, hey, one can come over here. Got Blooming Blue Prairie, right? 1A, you could be 1AA, get Caledonia. Yeah, Maybe even do a state quarterfinal game with Class 5A. Right. Owatonna now has better facilities than Woodbury, Eastview. They really Hopkins, do. Hopkins, anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It really is awesome. You're going to hear a lot about the new stadium. We could go on and on and on, but it's something we have to touch on. For people who don't know, if there's not enough hype for this, don't forget the pregame party is going to be brought to you by the fan Owatonna. Coverage all year. Brought to you by The Fan Owatonna. Everything is going to be there. I will have player profiles on Thursdays, on Wednesdays, so the day before. I should have started there. Game notes will be online. Friday night of the game, I will be at every game, home or away. I'll have a complete recap by midnight. And then button things up, a longer version for the weekend, and it's all free. Yeah. We punt paywalls here. We don't have them. TheHuskyBulletin.com. HuskyBulletin.com. And also in the program... At the games, yes, you're going to have well division two, II, division three, even division one, one. quality. It's, Open oh. it up, and uh, you're going to have three pages of nothing but information. It's and, awesome. Boy, they really put together a really nice program over you know, there too. Honestly, Owatonna football is doing us right this year. We are so excited to officially partner with them. And the thing is, with Jeff, he doesn't care. I'm going to call it how it is. Yeah, if yeah. they don't play well, I'll say it, and right. he would expects me to do that. To be honest, yes. I think I think uh, well here I'm going to do a John Partridge how that rolls right into. Hey, we're looking at win number 200 at something? the new stadium, huh. week one, opening a brand new stadium. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's Hollywood. It's got Hollywood, Hollywood written all over it. it. So, I mean, I got what happened? Yeah, Look at that, right what, there. Yeah, exactly. What is Jeff, what are you thinking in your mind, I wonder? Yeah. He's not thinking of anything at all. It's probably just there. He's more in the moment. He is, where do we line up? Where do I go? There's going to be so much of that. I don't know where the home locker room is or where we're going to walk out of and where we're going to do our... Chant where anything. Where does the trainer get the water yeah, from? Like I mean, anything. Yeah. Where's the spigot? <laughs> and they're all diligently working on that right now. Another thing I wanted to talk about. There's new uniforms this year designed by the players. Now, as of today, which is the 22nd, we're recording of August. They haven't been delivered yet. Okay. Don't know if they're going to be there for week one, quite honestly. But they're coming. New Nike uniforms. The only thing I can describe them as simple but slick. So they'll alternate. go with those Jordans again this year as their alternate. And then they'll have new white jerseys obviously in the new blue jerseys with the contrasting colors for home and away can't wait to see those in person but again new schedule we'll get into that i'll say it right here right at the top rochester mail for the next two years counting this year and next year will not play owatana in football no, won't they see are up in class 6a good riddance we'll see in a couple of years i'm assuming they'll be back down eating <laughs> prayers on their schedule so no mail but a big shakeup in the schedule no, we talked about yeah. it at the fair. I really, yeah. really like the four non-conference games. And nothing against yeah. the opponents uh, down in, in Austin, you know, Austin whatever. Nothing Mayo against them. And, yeah. I just really like the fact that you can line up against 5A teams. You're yeah. going to see them throughout the year. But I like that you're just in your division. Well, we go back to the Cass and Manorville game. Cass and Manorville was a really, really talented <laughs> yeah. team with a lot of talent. Yep. 
And boy, it was a frustrating loss. But yes. in the end, it's but four still, eight. It's four eight. And we talked about it. How big is it? You know, you could go four and four. You're at the same level. Boy, I tell you, there's going to be six. Yeah. It's going to be a 50 50 coin shoot. If not, you know, the opponent will be favored coming in. But we'll get into all that. Yeah. We're going to take a break here on the Husky Bulletin podcast, and we will be right back. And we will get into players that they lost to graduation and jump right into the schedule breakdown. Offense and defense preview coming up. Husky Bulletin Podcast. Find your place at Federated Insurance. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna. Join a growing company that offers training, career opportunities, and a friendly company culture. From an on-site cafe and fitness center to a fully funded pension plan, Federated offers an exciting benefits package designed to support employees at all stages of their career. Whether you're new to town or looking to make a change, you might find your place inside Federated's welcoming walls. Learn more about openings and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Owned by proud OHS grads Justin Johnson and Jason Maher, Car Time of Owatonna is your trusted hometown used car dealership. At Car Time, we believe in taking the hassle out of your car buying experience. With over 22 years of serving our local community, we know what it takes to find you the right vehicle at the right price. Our commitment to quality doesn't end with the sale. Our full-service facility ensures that your car remains in top-notch condition, keeping you on the road with peace of mind. At Car Time, we care about your time. Visit cartimeofowatonna.com or call 507-446-9218. Are you looking for a natural way to find balance and relief? Look no further than CBD Centers of Waseca, your local destination for premium CBD, clones, and other items. Our knowledgeable staff is here to guide you in choosing the perfect solutions to fit your needs. For more information, follow us on Facebook and stop by the store at 109 2nd Avenue Southeast across from Vibrant Family Chiropractic to see our full selection. CBD Centers of Waseca. We know it because we grow it. At American Family Insurance, your small business is a big deal to us. You've worked hard to achieve your goals and face challenges like rising inflation and staffing shortages. I know because as an American Family agent and business owner right here in your community, I've faced them too. As you continue to build your dream, know that I'm here to help. I've built my business with a vision of helping you protect yours. Contact Matthew Petzinger, agent at Matthew R. Petzinger Agency, LLC, at 101 State Street South in Wasika or call 507-835-2770 today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies, 6000 American Parkway, Madison. Wisconsin. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member and SIPC. Just northeast of Owatonna is a unique par 3 golf experience, Havana Hills Golf and Event Center. The new owners have worked tirelessly to upgrade the greens, enhance its venues, and cultivate a welcoming environment. Green fees start at just $11 and are tailored to fit junior to senior level players. And don't forget, Havana Hills boasts the city's only public driving range that includes 20 spacious stalls and an assortment of newly installed yardage markers and targets. Head online to HavanaHillsGolf.com or call 507-571-0249 today and experience the upgrade of Havana Hills. Time for a sports break with Zappa Agency. Hi, this is Roy, voice of the Huskies, and I'm here with Steve Zappa from the Zappa Agency. Coach, usually when we talk, it's about football. How do you help your clients game plan for insurance? Well, Roy, just like football, some teams are run-oriented, some teams are pass-oriented. Well, with insurance, you've got to do the same thing. you got to plan for the families that need property coverage. 
and families that need life coverage. Make sure you have the right game plan for your family with Coach Zappa. Zappa Agency represents American National Springfield, Missouri. All right, folks, welcome back. We're paying the bills here. This is fun. Keeping uh, the lights on. Keeping the light. Thank you. Keeping the lights on. Paying off the tees. Players lost to graduation. We can't really talk about this team without at least bringing up players lost their graduation. This is not the full list. This is just key guys that they lost. Drew Henson, all-world kicker. Drew Kretlow was an all-district linebacker. Colin Vick was uh, an all-district twice at defensive back. Justin Gleason was the team MVP. Came in the strong corner last year. Also played some slot receiver, some tight end. It was a dynamo. Our guy, Connor Grimms, the workhorse Love running Connor back. Grimms, He's yeah. gone all-district. Mike Elstead, great two-year starter. Aiden Walter was their leading receiver a couple years ago. Caught a bunch of passes last year. Uh, Ethan Anderson, two-way lineman. Hopefully they don't have to do that as much this year, and they won't have to, but he was an all-district honorable mention guy. Dan, anything about last year's group that sticks out to you in terms of we lost this guy? That's going to be big. Okay, Drew Henson. Uh, kicks yeah. within, <laughs> I, and I don't really have the stat in front of me, but it was kicks, I believe, within the 20 or 10 that yeah. were downed. I mean, how many of them, John? His angle punting, it got so good that oh. it was almost like we in the booth you could just say, you know what, I think he's going to put it over there and it's going to be on the five-yard line. He was unbelievable. Yeah, he was. Anderson bolted everything. Yeah. Justin Vic, Gleason, obviously. Justin can't, Gleason. I mean, tipped MVP. passes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could go on and on. Crutlow, tackle after tackle. But then coming out of the backfield, all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute, there's a little dump pass and all of a sudden 33 yards. I know it was a couple times, but yeah, good hands. No, you're right. You know, I liked last year's group. I, I really did. did. I, I think the holes can be filled. We can't talk about this year's team without, again, this list of guys. There's others, and, and you know, I'm, I can't go through everybody they lost, but these are the key guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talked about Grimsey. He was the workhorse. That's kind of interesting because this year they don't have a workhorse back. We'll get into that. But I think you look at the list, the guys are, you know, just sticking off the page. You're losing your team MVP in Justin Gleason, who was a one year player because he was injured his junior year, senior year completely broke out. And, you know, that's the list. Uh, some of them are off in college. I know Kretlow, um, he's at Gus Davis, not playing football. Drew Henson accepted the largest scholarship in the history of UMD for a kicker. D2. D2. Uh, Justin Gleason's running track in college. Connor Grems, uh, he's not playing in college, but Colin Vick's playing basketball. Very good Yeah, Colin Vick got uh, uh, three Stout. over in Stout, yeah. Uh, Menominee, Wisconsin. So the schedule, folks, I'll go through the whole schedule, and it's simple. All games are at 7. The first seven weeks are on Friday. And then they have the Week 8 on the Wednesday, the MEA. So there's no Saturday, no Thursday games. That sticks out. So listen to this schedule, folks, if you haven't heard yet. Week 1, Hastings, home, at Chanhassen. New Prague, home, at Northfield. Home, Century, at Mankato West. Home, John Marshall, at Apple Valley. I like it. I love it. You've got a mix of Section 1, 2, and 3. This is the hardest schedule by far, since I've been here on paper for Owatonna football. Hastings, they lost a lot, Dan. A really good passer. They lost a, a pretty decent running back. Yep. And just graduation just killed them in killed general. Them. We talked about it at the fair. They were uh, a team that was kind of just in the middle of the hunt with St. Thomas Academy and yep. Hastings. Four and five overall, three and one in their respective suburban maroon 2020. <laughs> You know, that was last season. year. Now things have but switched this around. year, yep. they're East Maroon, and they play Robbinsdale, Creighton, Durham Hall, Hastings, Matamida, and St. Thomas Academy. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a tough uh, schedule right there for them this yeah. year. I they're going to have a grind. Hastings has had just two winning records in the last 10 years, but they never bottom out. They usually no. have about four or five wins. They do have a state title sort of in the modern era, 2001. Yeah. Big school state title. Yeah. This 
program knows how to win. Take whatever you want from this. When the juniors for both teams, right, when they were freshmen two years ago, Owatonna played against Hastings. Yeah. Owatonna won as a freshman group. So when they were freshmen, these two teams played, and Owatonna did win. All of those players now are two years older and are incoming juniors. So Owatonna won't be afraid of Hastings. Second team on the schedule, it's Chanhassen. All right. 5A powerhouse, one of the largest schools in 5A. Almost had to move up to 6A a couple times. But I have to say, if you have a preseason top 10 in your class 5A, Chan Hassan is there. Oh, yeah. We they talk- are in the top five. They are in the top five all of last year. Yeah. They finished eight and two. Some of the guys that I want to highlight for them, and we'll get even more in depth during the podcast version and talk more about these guys. But Sam Macy's a six foot four, 220 pound defensive end. He's a senior. He has offers from Minnesota, Air Force, Navy, North Dakota, South Dakota. He's an issue on the edge there. Yeah, he's going to create Big, problems. strong dude. And then Maxwell Woods, preseason all-metro running back. He's a dynamo. He's committed to North Dakota State. 1,500 yards last year, almost 20 touchdowns. I think it was 18 of them. So those are just a couple names to note. At Chanhassen, that is going to be a very difficult game. I don't know a lot about what they lost, but I do know what they do have. Right. And they have a couple guys, front line, a D-end and a running back, two very important positions that are going to play Division One football and our preseason All-Metro guys. And John, coming off of an 8-2 and two record last year, and get this, they were a, was it an extra point and a field goal away yeah. from beating Mankato West? A <laughs> that game was last that you year, and wasn't I, Yeah, a game that oh, you man. and I uh, went and just kind of, it was I think a Thursday or a Friday night, and I said, hey, they're playing, let's go over to Mankato. You said, okay, let's go. We sat there and we're like, oh boy, they're in this ball game. What if yeah, they, they had a little comeback they, late? Yes. Yeah. What we, if they knock out Mankato West oh, and Mankato exactly. West doesn't go on to beat what three yeah. teams end up in the state title? They eventually lose, but still, really good team here coming yes. into Dayton too. Um, and you also brought up a good point. Really disciplined on the line too. We mm-hmm. saw them pulling yeah, against a big. very good Mankato too. West defensive yes. two defensive ends on Mankato. Yeah, they're they're big dudes. So they're not very creative on offense. To no, be they're honest. really Mankato West really did a great job of essentially shutting them yeah, down for they, three quarters. Yeah, they really and then did. They scored late. One of the touchdowns was on fourth down, but their defense is tough. They're gnarly and they're big. I think that can kind of close the book unless you have something else on Chan Hassan. They're just it's gonna be a tough game on the road. Week two. Yep. What is this? Uh, what's this team uh, Otana of. team made of right here against a, a decent team? Now they did lose some players of graduation mm-hmm. to Chanis. We'll wait and see. Uh, now we're going to get us a few familiar opponents here before we end with Apple Valley, but one of them is New Prague. New Prague is a team that Otana had defeated the first, I think it was five years they played when they came over to play in the district when district play started. Well, that all kind of ended. It was Grant Octokirk's senior year. So 2021, they ended up beating Owatonna at their place. It's a beautiful stadium and an awful game that Owatonna played. It was the it was game a before Friday, NBA, It was a beautiful they came Friday back, night in New Prague. And you know what? Ginsky was a sophomore yes. and just didn't have a good feeling. Things You're went right. really weird. So and they then lost last that game year, two years ago. And then last year, that, that was, was the, weird the one. game you and I showed up on the— the playoff game for the soccer team, apparently everybody was at the soccer game because I'm like, I've been to so many games here for the Owatonna football team. Never before have I ever felt a stadium so dead. John, it was weird. Never have I felt the air out of a stadium before it even began. And lo and behold, Owatonna trails early. I think it was like 14 and nothing at halftime. And then they came out. And they came out, put, yeah, got a touchdown. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, boy, yep. we're going to wake up. 
and, and we just did, long drive but the stadium was empty. Yeah. I think it was cold. I just don't remember. I tried to erase it from my memory because it was the it was just one of those games. Let's just forget about it. Yeah, and move on because it just bizarre. Enough on that. We got to get rolling here, and we want to get to this game and talk as much as we can at Northfield. Now, both teams should be just about in midseason form, right? They call that for a reason. I want to spend more time on this game than any other game. This will be a battle for district supremacy, and not only district supremacy, more importantly, section supremacy, because Northfield is stacked. They are loaded. They are massive and hulking on the line. They have a quarterback that is about as dynamite with his legs as Owatonna has seen in years. They have athletes all over the place. Owatonna beat him last year twice. I would be willing to bet, don't bet on high school sports, yeah. Should say that now. Can't, you can't that bet in Minnesota this anyway. Game, that's true. The winner of this game will be the number one seed in section one five A. Go ahead. John, I want to talk about this right off the bat. Northfield, they begin with Mankato West. Can't wait. And I think yeah, I think that's gonna set the tone early. Mm-hmm. Boy, and I was just thinking as we were prepping for the show, I'm thinking, boy, what if they come out and they show Mankato and give yeah. everything to Even Mankato? Even if they lose by one or a touchdown, right? that's a win for them. But you know what? We're also gonna find out a lot because last year we found out that they have a dynamic quarterback that can mm-hmm. really scramble around. Can't really throw, you know, no, nothing he, against him. He's but, not hey, a throw. You talked about it. Please. Returning a, a nice running back. And a very big D and offensive Hulking line. offensive I mean, line. Oh, golly. One of the names I wanted to, to shout out, and we'll get into more of these guys if I can find it here. Yeah, Kyan, not Ryan, Kyan Rauch. 6'7", 270 pounds. Yeah. Committed to SDSU. I have NDSU, but it is SDSU. So he's going to be a jackrabbit. Going to be a jackrabbit. They got another guy on their line whose name I didn't write down. I did see on Twitter about a month ago, signed with UMD. Okay. So um, they're having a tough schedule. I know that, again, they got West to open things up. And they also play Chaska and Tartan. Yeah. We're worried about week four. Don't miss it, folks. It's a big one. It's a big one. Five teams in the section. Yes, there's just five. It is New Prague. It is Northfield. It is Owatonna. It is Rochester John Marshall. And it is Rochester Century. A small, small bracket. Speaking of Century, that's who Owatonna plays in week five at home. You know, they're one of those teams that they could be good one year and then just you don't kind of just, you just really don't know. Yeah. Um, they're no longer a cakewalk, that's for sure. No, you're right. They're not a cakewalk. I know it's 24 nothing last year, Owatonna, in the rain. So you can kind of erase that, but not going to be a cakewalk. But a game, Owatonna should be at home favored. And then you get to a game, they will not be favored. Nobody's going to be favored against this team, at least until perhaps a state title is Mankato West. I laugh because they finished 12-1 and last year, lost to Elk River in the state title game. Dan, they just let's just bring everybody back. Yeah, from last year's team, whether it's Jalen Smith, whether it's the running back, whether it's the quarterback, four offensive linemen that are D1 signees or being recruited or offered by D1. Talked about Jalen Smith, already signed with the Gophers. He's a wide receiver. I don't know where to find a weakness on this team because there is no weaknesses. John, what high school team has a passer uh, rating of 124, (laughs) averages almost 200 yards in the air a game? John, this it's an insane yeah. team. I Bart mean, Bart Mechanich, 6'2", 215, quarterback, accurate, twenty five touchdowns. What one interception last year? It's going to be both teams will be at midseason form. We'll see. John Marshall should be a win. JM, it's going to be a at home as struggled against Owatonna. It was sixty to six last year. We all know how that kind of went. Owatonna should be heavily favored in that game. And uh, they, but again, they've got a good running back coming in, and this is a Kyle Ricketts, the coach. It's a team that's trying to build momentum, a program trying to build momentum. Let's get right to Apple Valley, Dan. A program that is no stranger to Owatonna, 
They lost to them in the 2013 state quarters in a game. Carter McCauley hit a bunch of field goals. And then they also, in the best game in Owatonna High School playoff history that I've ever seen, 2016, Owatonna won by, I think, I don't know the final score. They won by four. They had a Hail Mary to end the first half to Jay Sullivan. Then they had a Hail Mary from Abe Havelka to Alex Reichley, the last play of the game, to win it. Oh, wow. Two Hail Mary games. Okay, I just got goosebumps right there. Yes. Uh, just, I mean, boy, right State there. State quarters in 2016. To it right there. They are uh, just one of those teams that they lost. This is last year. Lost to Matamide. They got, you know, handed. Matamide was a very good team last year. But then year. they lose to Hastings. Yeah. Bloomington, Jefferson, they win. Creighton, Durham, Hall kind of fell off the, the You know, map. honestly, Jefferson and CDH last year struggled. And, right. And you know what? Apple Valley struggled kinda to beat weird, them. Kind of weird, right? So, But, I mean, key wins on the season, I'm not looking they at don't that have a many. Lot. But yeah. I still respect, you know what, even you have just to respect Apple, Valley, Apple Valley, respectable. That's the yeah. thing. I just look at it and I'm like, huh, nothing really impressive. But They've been there. They've done yeah, that. Yeah, they're just a yeah. team that you're just in the back of your mind. I'm thinking, eh, they could be 500, but hey, you, you know, never know. And they're a team with an enrollment that's steady. They've got 15, 1,600 kids like Owatonna. They're not gonna, numbers are fine. They always are. Not going to be intimidated, all that kind of stuff. So there's your schedule breakdown. A lot more to come. We'll take a break here on the Husky Bulletin Podcast. We'll be back. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norad Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Just northeast of Owatonna is a unique Par 3 golf experience, Havana Hills Golf and Event Center. The new owners have worked tirelessly to upgrade the greens, enhance its venues, and cultivate a welcoming environment. Green fees start at just $11 and are tailored to fit junior to senior level players. And don't forget, Havana Hills boasts the city's only public driving range that includes 20 spacious stalls and an assortment of newly installed yardage markers and targets. Head online to HavanaHillsGolf.com or call 507-571-0249 today and experience the upgrade of Havana Hills. Find your place at Federated Insurance. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna. Join a growing company that offers training, career opportunities, and a friendly company culture. From an on-site cafe and fitness center to a fully funded pension plan, Federated offers an exciting benefits package designed to support employees at all stages of their career. Whether you're new to town or looking to make a change, you might find your place inside Federated's welcoming walls. Learn more about openings and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Owned by proud OHS grads Justin Johnson and Jason Maher, Car Time of Owatonna is your trusted hometown used car dealership. At Car Time, we believe in taking the hassle out of your car buying experience. With over 22 years of serving our local community, we know what it takes to find you the right vehicle at the right price. Our commitment to quality doesn't end with the sale. Our full-service facility ensures that your car remains in top-notch condition, keeping you on the road with peace of mind. At Car Time, we care about your time. Visit cartimeofowatonna.com or call 507-446-9218. This segment of the Husky Bulletin podcast is proudly sponsored by our premium partners, including Wayne Nord Wetmore Wealth Management, Havana Hills Golf and Event Center, Federated Insurance, and Car Time of Owatonna. Wayne Nord Wetmore of Ameriprise Financial is a proud all-star partner of the Fan Owatonna and the Husky Bulletin, and is the title sponsor of a spotlight feature on former OHS girls hockey player and current starter at Division I St. Cloud State University, Grace Wolf. Give Wayne Nord Wetmore a call at 507 507- 
444-0901 or stop by their office at 1850 Austin Road. That's in the Austin Road Business Center. Federated Insurance Mutual Company is currently hiring in Owatonna and looking to fill numerous positions within multiple departments. Experience the unique benefits of working for a company that cares about you. Enjoy competitive compensation and unequal benefits packages, including medical, dental, 401k, pension plans, a workout center, and much, much more. Federated Insurance provides comprehensive training program and opportunity for advancement. Federated also provides comprehensive training program and opportunity for advancement. Fly online today at federatedinsurance.com. Havana Hills is a captain-level sponsor and invites golfers of all ages and skill levels to experience the upgrades that new owners Mark Langless and Adam Dooley have implemented since taking over this past spring. Nestled less than four miles northwest of downtown Owatonna, Havana Hills provides a unique R3 golfing experience and features newly manicured greens, an added bunker, an upgraded driving range, and much more. Visit HavanaHillsGolf.com today. Car Time of Owatonna is also a captain-level sponsor and wants to take the hassle out of the used car buying experience. Visit local owners and proud OHS grads Justin Johnson and Jason Maher on North County Road Highway 45, about a quarter mile east of Interstate 35 near Hardy's. And don't forget, Car Time also boasts a full car repair and service center. Check out their entire used car inventory at cartimeofowatonna.com or call 507-446-9218. Again, 444-9218. Car time values your time. Welcome back here to the Husky Bulletin Podcast, the special version, John Wisebrode, a Dan Wisebrode, the season preview breakout here on The Fan Owatonna. And thank you for listening wherever you may be. All right. Jumping into a defensive preview for the Owatonna Huskies here. I've got five returning starters back from last year. You're going to go through every position group, right? We'll try to mention as many names as we can, some narratives about each position, some keys and all that kind of stuff. We're going to start in the back end, right? It starts and stops with the best cover corner in the league, and I can safely say that Owen Byer entering his third year as a starter. I really like him one-on-one. I believe last year, three or four interceptions, he was involved in numerous tackles. He come out of his position. He sees the so he sees the field really, really well. Yeah, and he Best also helps. I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, and he also yeah, and he turns on a dime. That's a good. Th- yeah, it's yeah. very uh, a good point there. Sophomore year, eighty one. Teams in week two stopped passing. Stop, going, stop yeah. going on his. They side. They tried to pick on. Yeah, him. don't yep. throw on his side. He missed some games last year towards the end because of injury. I'm thinking maybe he came back for that Mayo game, but he wasn't a hundred percent. I can't remember either way. He was dinged up last year, missed all of hockey and, and baseball, but. Owen Byer is going to be their number one cornerback. Other than that, Dan, this is a position group. Owen yeah, has got wide a open. big pool of athletes to choose from, which is a good thing. That's the good news. Yeah. Bad news is no other starters come back. Some of the names that kind of really at this point, as we stand on the 22nd of August, Ethan Armstrong, a returning letter winner. He's already penciled in as the other cornerback. 5'10", 155 pounds. He's a little guy, but he's very athletic. They've got enough depth at receiver. He won't be catching a lot of the ball, so he'll be a one-way starter. Love him. At the strong cornerback position, which is strong safety in some people's systems and Owatana's, it's basically a, str- a cornerback, a safety, and a linebacker hybrid all in one. Right, yeah. So you've got to stop the run, got to be able to fill the gaps and then cover two of the guys, I guess, that were mentioned by Jeff Williams. 
Uh, Riley Kleberger, a returning letter winner. And then Jamie Lasowski, called up as a sophomore last year. Going to play some strong corner. Again, kind of a strong safety. Really, really athletic kid. And then Riley Kleberger, again, expected to be a starter at uh, defensive back. Jeff Williams said that and maybe play a little tailback. We'll get to that. But yeah, anything, you know, that you got on those guys, Dan, that you can think of, at least in the defensive backfield as a whole, maybe? Well, Armstrong, I'm going to go back to him. Uh, he plays catcher. I've seen him play a lot of baseball. Yep. And I'm just going to transition over to football. It's it's a little different, obviously, but he can really jump out of his catcher position and seize the field really well and his plate discipline. And I know it's weird to talk about all that right now, but it does come over defensively. Hey, if he can get over things very quickly in baseball, in football, he can do the same thing, too. We haven't seen him a lot on the football field, so I'm just going to baseball and what I know of him right well, there, yeah, right? he's a good athlete, right? He's a good athlete, and you put him in a position where, hey, you can advance. I think he's going to do well. Another athlete, Oren Dowling. Another yeah, and great we, looking you talked athlete. about him. Yeah, yeah Oren Dowling. It, yeah, that we don't know much about, it, and that kind of wraps up the D-backs. Linebackers, um, there's so much gosh darn talent on this group, second level of the defense. Yep. Always been that way. It's Owatana. It's a linebacker factory. Their best player, overall player, Mitch Sikora is back on the outside. All district honorable mention. You've got Sletton. He's another guy on the outside coming back. He's going to be a starter. And then pick your your poison on the inside. You've got a guy, Blake Fitch is a name that you saw in wrestling. Looks like a freaking defensive end. Yeah. He's a 6'2", 220-pound, 215-pound linebacker. Solid. Solid as a rock. Came up last year as a sophomore to get a cup of coffee with the varsity He's going to be penciled in at the middle linebacker spot, maybe to the outside, not totally sure, thinking it'll be inside. And then a guy, uh, Blake Davison, another one of those really good athletes. Especially in the middle linebacker position where you're, you're losing a really good Kretlow, I think you've got Sikora, Davidson, Sletton, yep. and then Fidger. I like that, and I, and I haven't seen two of them. Yep. I've seen Sletton before, and I, and I wanted to touch on him just for a little bit. He was involved a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, and he was just one of those kids where you knew he could be special, steady, steady, right? Steady, yeah, he yeah. was there, and you knew something like a big play would come, and then all of a sudden you'd be like, "Whoa, he's there!" Mm-hmm. And he jumps, and he's got really good coverage help. skills on yeah, the outside. Exactly, he's going to need yes. to help contain. And I'm but, totally cool with that because everything's you know you're going to learn from that, yeah. right? Well, absolutely. And one of the names you didn't hear there, well, you know, where's Torrin Smith? From what I understand, now Torrin Smith was their leading tack, uh, leading in sacks last year at five and a half, was the linebacker. He's continued to get stronger and bigger. Well, he's going to be a defensive lineman. Now, there's an injury out there with him. Tweaked up his knee a little bit, seven on seven. Will he be back week one? I don't know. But as of right now, the only information that we have is there's a little knee injury. Love, love, love Torrin Smith. Massive kid, probably six foot. 220 pounds, long arms, squatting 500 pounds. Assuming he's going to be on the D-line, he's there with Grant Lauer. We'll get to him. But again, anything on Torn Smith? I mean, John, you need him. Average it's huge. Ab- what, oh. Six sacks last year. Yep. Led 32 tackles, one pass defection. You talked about it, long arms. Yeah. yeah, he really can get out of his stance and get out of his crunch mm-hmm. fast. So, yeah, somebody you need out there and uh, hopefully hoping for a quick recovery on uh, him because, yeah, yeah you're going to need him out there. He played in a lot of... Uh, he assisted on a lot of tackles too. Uh, he was always involved, and he in had just five straight guys. games with the sack. Yeah, He's I one. love Grant Lauer. Yeah, he yeah. is as big and strong as anyone they've had since like an Andrew Stelter. Yeah, he's got six four, legitimately two eighty. So here's his progression: came in as a sophomore, and I remember picture day two years ago. So almost exactly two years ago, I thought sitting next to Weiser and Mark, I said, "Who's that kid right there?" He goes, "Now, oh, 
That's Grant Lauer. I go, wow. He goes, he's got the weight in the wrong places right now. Yeah. He still needs to grow. Well, guess what he did? He lost a bunch of weight last year. He was down to like 265 during the football season. Started every game both ways last year. Was a disruptor in the middle. Didn't get a lot of stats. Just a he's hog just soaking molly. up blockers. Yeah. And he's not going to get a lot of stats this year because they're going to have to double, triple team him. And he started at right tackle and defensive tackle last year. Grant Lauer, he's probably the biggest key to this team defensively, dare I say. John, Grant Lauer's going to take up uh, probably two blockers. I mean, if he's he's breathing down your throat, I don't want to be involved in that. No. It, it's just such a special I mean, player. He's going this... to Bemidji State. We'll talk about him a little bit more. He's going to be a beaver in the NSI. He is. John, broad shoulders, big trunk. I sound like a scout or whatever. But right. Just a great player. Find your place at Federated Insurance. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna. Join a growing company that offers training, career opportunities, and a friendly company culture. From an on-site cafe and fitness center to a fully funded pension plan, Federated offers an exciting benefits package designed to support employees at all stages of their career. Whether you're new to town or looking to make a change, you might find your place inside Federated's welcoming walls. Learn more about openings and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norad Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Eight starters back on yeah, offense. You're, you're bringing I love back. it. The starters back, and then we'll get to the positions are going to be Owen Beyer at the X receiver. Nolan Ginsky's a starter. He started week like one last out. year against Mayo, missed the whole year. He's a starter back at the Y. You got Lauer at tackle, Meneguzo at center, Torrin Smith at tackle, Strom at tight end, Hullapeter at the Z position. A guy we talk about a lot. Love him, love him, love him. Jacob Ginsky, and then we'll get to running back. Nobody's back at running back. But again, starters back are the X receiver, Y receiver, three linemen, the Z receiver, and then the quarterback. So much to like about this offense, Sam. We'll start with the quarterbacks, and I'll let you talk a little bit about Jacob Ginsky, and I'll get to some of the backups. And boy, let's just protect Jacob Ginsky this year. Uh, I think he just heard footsteps a lot last year. Yeah, I saw the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, a lot of confidence. And just getting over that weird whatever happened in game one against Mayo. Rolled his ankle, never was the same. Yeah, never really was the same. And you and I were just like, protect him. Please, please please protect him. him. And and how many times did Kretlow and Grems just bail bail out? out, I mean, just take a blitzing linebacker. you know what? As much as you like that, you don't want that. No, you You do not want that. Just protect him. especially. But you know what I do like? Laura on on his blind side. Protecting him. You know what? Maybe that's just a little confidence builder. Just give him a little bit of confidence. Three open positions. Well, two on the line. And but Meneguzo did a really nice well, job on the line. I love Meneguzo. Um, some other the quarterbacks that I would have to think, you know, Trulson is back on the squad this year. A reserve guy, but I think Hunter Tice, he was the B-squad quarterback last year. Jeff said, I feel comfortable handing him the keys of the offense if needed. And then probably their third string guy, if I had to guess, is going to be Blake Fitcher. Let's get to the running back position. And you know what? I think everybody out there is wondering who are they going to throw yeah. back there because we know that you probably have a nice fullback. You're going to have yeah, uh, you've we got saw, Mitch Sikora we did see We did see Sikora, but yeah, other than that, don't know who they're going to put To back clarify, uh, Mitch Sikora, he's played some tailback. He's going to be fullback now. Right. right. So he's transitioned to that. We've seen Kretlow. We've seen Wanyas. We've seen uh, Octokirk. We've seen that position succeed. And he's going to be, he's actually, you think about it, that's kind of perfect for him, right? Big, strong, everything. We love Mitch Sikora. 
Running backs, it's going to be Sletton. Could it be Davison? Could it be Graham, who's a, a sophomore? Who were, I don't really... Dan, I don't think the coaching staff knows. It's going to be the opposite Somebody. of last year. There will be no bell cow, at least on paper. Who knows? Something could happen, but it's going to be by committee. But if there is a position that this program can elevate, it's running back. Yeah, we love Jason Williamson's skill. We love Connor Graham's skill. But there's a way and a path without having a dynamo running back for this team to be very, very, very good. Isn't that funny, so, though? Last year and the year before, Gramsci, Gramsci, Gramsci. Yeah. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're like, oh, boy. So I'm actually yeah. kind of excited. To it see. opens a new door and we'll it wait does. and see, right? You know, they've got sophomores that are dynamite, but maybe probably not ready. Yeah. You've got just a bunch of pretty good guys in the junior-senior class, so we'll see. I just don't know who's going to be their tailback at this point. Let's get right to the uh, pass catchers, starting with Dick Strom, right? Oh, 6'4", 6'5". Sky's the limit for this, dude. Pounds. Sky's the limit. I'm excited for this guy. Remember last year? Caught that he caught touchdown. that touchdown and all of a sudden... Against Mayo in the playoffs. Yeah, Go ahead. against Mayo. And I looked, and I think after the game, I'm like, oh boy, I like him. Yeah, big 88. I think you were just like, oh man, last year we were already ready for the year you know, to start. No, it's true. And you, were, and you said 88, man, he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Well, hey... I really, really liked him. And he also did a nice job route running, too. Mm-hmm. There was a couple. I watched him a little bit from the box. It's really nice watching him. He looks like he's going to just be a solid guy out there, can do some blocking. Yeah, good leverage with that. Right. You know, and he can split him out. Jeff was saying we could split him out a little bit, get him off the line of scrimmage, almost like a Nolan Malo did like four or five years ago. Yeah. Uh, pass catchers, other ones. The ex-receiver, Owen Byer, he's going to be a two-way starter, just Dynamite. It's going to be hard to keep him off the field. Nolan Ginsky, uh, we'll get to yeah, him a little bit. Keep your we'll... eyes open for yes. that dude. Don't know he his number, but so, keep your eyes open. So good. On the basketball court, very quick, quick feet, and that transitions right over to in the wide position, right? In the yeah, slot. slot yep. And you know what? If he can get it in space like uh, Wally last year, Wally was quick. Yep. But you know what I also like going all the way over and then Hulla Peter, right? Oh, uh, Hulla Popper. Hulla Popper. Hey, sorry, Hulla Popper family. <laughs> Hulla Peter family. I, I, I know I'm not invited anymore, but hey, I loved it. His first uh, what was touchdown he, he was, against uh, yeah, Austin or Completely, something. completely <laughs> muffled the name, looked uh, down okay. and, and uh, panicked. Yeah, panicked. And I'm like, oh boy, who is this dude? So yeah, I, I like him and you've talked about him a yeah, lot. He's a great I mean, He's going to be great. He led the team in yards and receptions last year. Wasn't eye-popping numbers. But they liked going hands. in. Hands. Yes. yes. Route running, hands. Runs about 4 nine forty. Not super burner, but he can get past you. You know, Nate Scala said as much. Our number one through five is as good as I've had in 15 years coaching because Luke Weber is their four receiver, their fourth guy on the depth chart. He's an incoming junior who had a cup of coffee last year as a sophomore. Can catch everything. Led the B squad in touchdowns last year. And then you go Ethan Armstrong as your fifth guy. Yeah, totally cool with that. Too. Wow. And it also kind of gives it a little breakup, too. You can get Armstrong. He's going to play a lot of defense, probably. So, hey, you got a really nice, uh, maybe give Bayer a little chance to rest up. If he yeah. Get, keep... yeah, absolutely. Get Bayer off the field. Right. But he's so good. He's going to yeah. be a two-way starter. Talking about the offensive line, I don't want to rush through this, but we're going to have to kind of just touch on guys back, Lauer, Meneguzo, and Smith. Now, big, big, and big, right? Lauer, we've talked about his size. Meneguzo looks good. Yeah, he, he really does. He trimmed down some of that, I don't want to call it baby fat, He's still about 255, about six foot tall. Starting center last year as a sophomore in the middle of the year. Now the offense is his. The quarterback of the line is the center, making all the calls. Love Meneguzo. Torrin Smith, he is a starter at tackle last year. Maybe going to have him as a one-way starter, so then someone else will have to step up. Not sure who that's going to be you know, at the time, but we'll learn a lot more. You know, Some other guys, uh, Watrang's little brother, 
undersized left guard, but he's running with the ones. He's very small. He's 5'11", 200 pounds, 195, but he's hey, a I'm guard, okay with that. very, scrappy very dude. athletic. You need guards that are basically fullbacks. Yeah, right? exactly. Pole, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, scrappy dude that can get in there and then, hey, sometimes it's when a, a little dude comes at you and then intimidates you. Well, it gets in your head. So that's going to do it for the offensive line. I like that they've got technically three starters back. I can guarantee you Menaguzo is going to be the starting center. They might want to get Lauer off the field on offense. Too. Yeah, give him a so, couple breaks, right? Yeah, and Torn Smith as well. Um, some other guys you're going to want to look at. Reed Kath is a guy who could be um, in the mix. Peyton um, Malum, 6'3", 285 pounds. Oh, boy. Junior. Uh, you like him. We talked about Reed Kath, and it's Will Watrang, by the way. He's already repping at left guard with the ones. And Patrick Anderson, big kid, 6'2", 265, repping at tackle. You know what? We're going to take a break here, and we'll be right back here on the Husky Bulletin Podcast. Don't miss it. We'll be back. Husky Bulletin Podcast. Time for a sports break with Zappa Agency. Hi, this is Roy, voice of the Huskies, and I'm here with Steve Zappa from the Zappa Agency. Coach, usually when we talk, it's about football. How do you help your clients game plan for insurance? Well, Roy, just like football, some teams are run-oriented, some teams are pass-oriented. Well, with insurance, you've got to do the same thing. you got to plan for the families that need property coverage and families that need life coverage. Make sure you have the right game plan for your family with Coach Zappa. Zappa Agency represents American National Springfield, Missouri. Find your place at Federated Insurance. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna. Join a growing company that offers training, career opportunities, and a friendly company culture. From an on-site cafe and fitness center to a fully funded pension plan, Federated offers an exciting benefits package designed to support employees at all stages of their career. Whether you're new to town or looking to make a change, you might find your place inside Federated's welcoming walls. Learn more about openings and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. All right, Dan, uh, this is going to be fun. We did this last year. It, it's an original idea by myself. I don't know if anybody... Is it trademarked? Even, it, no, it has not, not but I'm yet. working on it. <laughs> I'll have my people get right on it. But I don't even know if this resonates with anybody. I think it's kind of fun. So what it is, we're going to flip a coin, all right? And whoever wins the toss decides, well, I either want to pick first or I want to pick second. It's a basic two-person snake draft. So the guy who picks first will pick first, fourth, and fifth. So you get three picks in this draft. And what you do, it's simple. You pick what you think Owatonna's final record will be. Last year, I think I picked something like six and two, three and five, four and four. If it lands on that, well, then you're the winner. Then you're winner, winner, chicken digger. Anything else? Do you think that's a good enough explanation? Fair enough. All right, let's go. do this. Uh, we're going to flip a coin here. This will be heads, the uh, Indian head. And then this is a... a American $1. Dollar, yeah, yeah. $1. American $1 coin. Do you want to do the honors? I will. Let's flip it. Do you want to call it, too? Because you're... Kinda... No, you'll you'll call it okay. in the air. Right. Ready? Yep. Heads. Tails so it tails. is. So you win. Do you want to pick first or second? Well, I'm going to defer to you. Okay. I've got I... a strategy. Ooh, okay. I will do picks two, three, six. Mm-hmm. So you get the first pick. Go mm-hmm. ahead. The only available records are 8-0, 7-1, 6-2, 5-3, 4-4, 3-5. We're not going to make eligible two and six, right. one yeah. and seven, and zero oh and eight. All right, so go ahead with pick number one in the record draft, two twenty twenty three. Dan, what do you got? I'm going to go six and two. Six and two for Dan. I'll put Dan's next name six and two. That's a good call. I guess I'm going to go. I have two in a row here. I will pick John at five and three. I like that pick. Yep, and I'm going to go John at. Seven and one. All right. So then you've got four and five. So two in a row here. I'm going to go four and four on pick right. two. 
for me, mm-hmm. and then I'll have to take eight and zero because eight I really don't think they're going to have a three law or three win or three and five season or so two and I six. Then I get three and five by default. Yeah, there you and go. Then, so there yep. you go, folks. We'll go through each record here now. Dan uh, deferred. Dan picked eight and zero. I've got seven and one. Dan's got six and two. Me, that's John, got five and three. Dan's got four and four, and then I got three and five. Yeah, so what, have we decided what's on the line here yet? We bowling. 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 That's right. Bowling it is. That's fun. That Folks, was fun. This has been going to wrap it up for the radio version of what has been a super fun. Every year I look forward to this. Every, yeah. 53 minutes or whatever it's been has flown by. Any final thoughts on the Owatonna football team as we stand here? We're recording the 22nd. This is airing on the 27th. Anything. Again, well, it's laid out there. We have not seen them practice, or I have. We have not seen them scrimmage. Dan hasn't seen them practice yet, so that's where we stand. I think tomorrow uh, we'll go over and watch practice. That'll be interesting. We'll wait and see. And then the scrimmage is going to be huge. It's going to be against some 6A schools, and i just like to see how some of the kids from last year grew and then just how the new juniors coming in are going to kind of fit in, acclimate, mm-hmm. if you will. No, and acclimate just, is a good word. Yeah. Just kind of see how... The vibe of the team is. You can see a lot from the vibe of the team, right? Mm-hmm. Don't want any major injuries at all. It doesn't look like it's going to be super hot this upcoming Saturday, and that would be the 26th. But again, so that'll be after this broadcast. It'll be after this yeah. broadcast. So it doesn't look like it's going to be humid, hot, whatnot. So we'll wait and see. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. And then obviously, hey, September 1st, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be rocking. Yeah, it's going to be you know rocking what, Dan, awesome, everything under the sun. My final thoughts on this team, um, if you want to contrast them to last year, they have more depth. I feel objectively, honest, hand to God, feel so much better about this year's team than last year. I, it's not that I wasn't excited, but when Trevor Shermer went down and they had basically no linemen, just last the year, unknowns, it was going to be so hard. You know, regardless, you, even guys like Jacob Ginsky who were coming and that was their first year starters. Who did they bring back last year? It was right, Kretlo exactly. And Bayer maybe, and, and you know they had a good. It's not a year that Owatonna is going to hang a banner for four, five and five. You don't hang hang banners in Owatonna no. for five and five. No. You know, you're a team, a program that has elevated the bar. I think this team is going to play so much closer or a lot closer to that bar than they did last year. Loved last year's team. Again, a lot of great kids on that squad. I just think there's so much more depth on this year's group. Last year, they were kind of a year away. We needed those incoming now juniors to develop, and they have. And They've you, got a lot of three-year starters, a lot of two-year starters. There's, n- I look, and I'll finish with this, up front, up front. It's so big in high school football. I'm excited about what they have up front this year, and their wide receivers are as good one to five as I've ever seen in my 10 years. Yeah, and it's the only thing that we really would like to solidify. There's what we'd say, what, three positions defensively, yeah, three defensive positions, back, yeah. positions offensively, and then the running back. Is it going to be by committee? What is it going to be? Is someone going to win it? Yeah, what's going to happen? We just don't know. So I like that uh, aspect. And, uh, but boy, I, I do like what you touched on, the offensive line. It's They're a year older, mm-hmm. some new guys, some fresh faces. Some veterans. Some veterans there, a mix of everything, and just some big hog big mileys, hot. if you will. Fire. Yeah, an Arkansas, oh. going down to the old Arkansas coach, some hog mileys up front, right? <laughs> you know what? Finally got those big boys yeah. up front. Yep. It's going to look like an Owatonna line. I like that. I like this team. I really do. I think they could go 4-4 four and four again in the regular season and be way better than they were last year. This is the toughest schedule that they've had, maybe ever, on paper in the last two decades. 
it's going to be fun. The new stadium, 200 wins for Coach Jeff Williams, whether that's going to be in week one or whenever. You'd like for that to be in week one. Just get it all Against right. Hastings. This is the best time it, of year because they haven't lost a game yet. Right? Yeah. And just, yeah, right now you're just looking at it thinking, oh, boy, what's going to happen? <laughs> you oh look at them. You know, reality is going to hit the team. Everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. How yeah. are they going to look when they get punched in the face? We're going to find out. But again, just a better feeling. Welcome back, podcast listeners, to the special Owatonna Football Preview 2023. John Wisebrod, color commentator, Dan Wisebrod to my right. And we're going to start off this extended version. That was fun, by the way. Yeah, that going was really fun. Preview. Yeah, going through the whole oh. thing, it was unbelievable. And I remember going back to what uh, John Partridge talked about. He said, "How are we going to fill this much time? Oh, we no, can talk easy. about we can talk oh, about uh, high school football. And yes, we can pretty much talk for about anything for whatever. But this is fun. We can talk about oh, anything boy. forever, and we can talk oh, a ton of football forever, forever. Yeah. So let's get into it. Some of the extended content here. All right. I, um, I would have loved to sneak this into the radio version, but um, we weren't able to do that. But the new district and section, it, it's all muddled up. All right. So the teams, it's, it's muddled up, but it's simple yet complicated. Let me just go with this. No, then, yeah. That's, yep. You know, the teams that are in their new district and their section are the same. So it's Owatonna, Northfield, New Prague, Century, John Marshall. All right, they are now, that's the section. It's just five teams. You did the math right. That's five teams. That is also their district. So it's not the Big Southeast anymore. It's called the North Star Maroon District, which once again is Owatonna, Northfield, New Prague, Century, John Marshall. The entire state has been shaken up. Rochester Mayo's up to Class 6A. There's no more Austin on their schedule, but... Those are the four teams, and I think it's kind of the haves and the have-nots. I think there's a big gap between, well, you could honestly say a big gap between Northfield kind of and everybody else. Yeah. If I had to predict, it's Owatonna Northfield battling one and two, and then New Prague is kind of going to be in that mix. They lost a lot. I think they'll be okay. And then it's going to be Century, and then JM I think is going to be rounding it out. You know what? I'm also thinking this Century team could also be at a number they're three. Plucky. Plucky. Yeah, they're kind of a, yeah, they're that weird team where it's like, okay, they've got two commits that are going D2. They do have some big guys back. Yeah, they but do. One big offensive line, but they always seem to be a quarterback away. They yeah, really do. They really do. And they had remember they had that running back. I'm talking about Century right now. They had that running back that was uh, supposed to be the best thing since sliced bread. And then and all of a sudden he's at Augustana now. Yeah, and then and then uh, Octaker completely shut him down. I think the game was 34 to nothing, and they went on and Twitter and they're talking all this baloney. And all of a sudden, uh, they come out late. I think they put a goose egg up. So that was funny. So they did. They're one of those teams that it's just like interesting. The John Marshall, oh boy, they're they're a couple years away. Um, they do have yeah. a really really good great, head great coach, coach though. Yep. Mankato alone, good running back. They do. Yeah, I think his last name's Bryant. He's big, fast, and all that. But again, they're still just building just, the program. Yeah. Whether it's this year, next year, the year after that. It's still a wait and see game yeah. for them. Um, it's been a long, 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 well, long, long time. They'll be better than last year, but. They were winless. How so. many years back, and this was, geez, in the 90s, where you're like, John Marshall, oh, man, I like I them. Know, Those I big know. old dudes, and, boy, just things yeah. change. It wasn't Mayo. It was John Marshall. Was. I yeah. remember you and I, the year before I started at the People's Press, it was 2012, uh, Owatonna 
We were living in Rochester. You yeah. brought your girlfriend at the time, oh, who's yeah. now your wife, yeah. to a game at John Drew's Field. It was battle of two top five teams in Class 5A. It was Owatonna and JM. They were both undefeated, 3-0. Owatonna ended up winning that game. Yes, Ultimately, they came from behind win. They came from behind. Ultimately, Owatonna finished second at state, lost in the prep bowl. And then since then, JM had a pretty good team that made it to state in 2015. Owatonna beat him that year, yep, actually. Yep. And then since then, it's been a struggle. Hey, John, let's go back to that 2011-2012 season. What side did uh, John and Dan and girlfriend sit on? Mm-hmm. Owatonna's side. side. Before I even Before we even any knew anything. So there you go. I remember seeing Andrew <laughs> Stelter and uh, Sorensen down there. That is some big old yeah. dudes. And yeah. the next year, I'm covering the team at the Dome, winning a state title. Yeah, that's, that was fun. Isn't that crazy? That was fun. Works? Yeah, so that's, uh, that's what we've got for the district and the section. It's section 15A. So basically, New Prague comes over, and Mayo's gone, and Austin is gone. So it's gone from six teams to five. So New Prague basically replaces Mayo and Austin. And Austin's up, down to 4A, by the way. And you bring up a good point, too, because uh, you get a number one seed in that tournament. You don't have to play a game. You get that yeah. we, You get that often. How huge yeah. is that? You rest the kids. You rest everybody. You rest everybody, the, const- the well, workers that are popping the popcorn. For Owatonna. <laughs> You want that because of the break, and then just to play at your new base. at your new stadium. Yep. It's going to be a home field advantage, a home turf advantage. So that's big. That Owatonna Northfield game in Week Four at Northfield. I mean, that's just monumental. And you say that too. I'm okay though if we do lose, and I say as though I'm part of the team. I say if we do lose uh, to Owatonna, or excuse me, to Northfield, I'm okay with it because you learn so you much do. from those losses. You do. Now, do you want to go up there and win? Right? Yeah. yeah. Keep it close. Everything cool. But I'm okay if you do lose because then it just sets the stage for something in the playoffs because I really think looking at the landscape and who knows, something weird could happen, but I really do think one or two Northfield you know, picks, then three kind of maybe up in the air with I think, Century and or New Prague. We just, I don't know. I think the big mystery team is New Prague. I think they can finish yeah. anywhere from first to fourth. And that's the major thing right? too. In yeah. this district. Lost a, lost a really good running back. You know, kind of just that weird team where last year I came, we came into it thinking, oh, I'm pretty sure we're going to win this game. Lost 16 to 7 on that weird. We talked about it. That new Prague game, I, we'll just have to, you know, kind of follow them this season, you know, in the background and just see what's happening. Are they going to be a surprise or are they just going to kind of just fall? We just don't, nobody, I don't know if anybody knows. Maybe new Prague knows. <laughs> new Prague has beaten Oatana twice in a row. Yeah. So the intimidation factor is gone, but I could see Century leapfrogging new Prague and getting that third spot. Right. I just don't know enough about new Prague, but. They're a tough, tough cookie with that run, 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 run offense. I know they lost a lot. They have some coming back. They've got some size. I do know that. I would have to say New Prague, Owatonna, and Northfield are kind of the three teams. If you had to be a top three, I'd be willing to bet those three would finish somewhere one, two, three. I think Northfield is on paper as talented as Owatonna. Let's just say it. They are loaded. But they've also lost to Owatonna twice last year, and we'll get to that. Putting a bow on this whole thing. The district is now called the North Star Maroon. It's the same teams that are in their district that are in their section. Long story longer, out is Mayo and Austin, in is New Prague. So, there you go. Uh, we do want to talk about last year, right? A 2022 recap. Although, I do want to fit this in here. The schedule for Northfield, I did want to fit this in. Because I think you can learn a lot where a team might be when they play Owatonna. <laughs> Northfield's going to square off and punch right away against Mankato West in week one. Then they go Faribault, JM. So that's going to be their first three games before Otana no. West, Faribault, JM. They should be 2-1. and one. 
Then they'll play Owatonna, obviously, in week four. And then they go and host Chaska, another top 10 powerhouse of Class 5A. Then they go New Prague week six. Then Century and another really good team in Tartan. That's who they're going to finish it off against. Now, kudos to Rochester Century's schedule. Check this out. Waconia, Irondale, Chan Hassan. Those are wow. Yeah, those are good uh, for Century. And do they? I believe I believe they also have um, Winona and they the do other non. And so team. that's just they're going down to play them. And Winona is actually pretty pretty good. good they they, they took school. care of Century last year. They so did. Keep an eye on that. But no, there's a uh, Waconia, Irondale, Chan Hassan. They don't see a district opponent no. until week four against New Prague, yep. and then they got Owatonna, and then they got John Marshall. Northfield, Northfield that's a really tough schedule, John. I, oh my God. I, Even Winona, like if you lose you to know. them, oh golly. And, you know, looking at the schedule now, let's redo our, our thoughts. It's going to be very difficult for Century to leapfrog anyone with that schedule. My goodness, they could play good football and be 0-3 going into their Week 4 game against New Prague. Well, let's touch on that. They, uh, they do have two or three kids. Uh, they've got a, a running back that's going to Mankato that committed. I think it's Miles. Uh, I don't remember You're his last about- name. Century. Okay. They've got a Carson Skyme defensively. Yeah, averages good athlete, a good, very good athlete. Averages right around eleven tackles, and then you've got Jake Wills. You've got a really, really, really <laughs> talented receiver. wide receiver. State, no, he's Mankato. Mankato. Okay. He's going to be a Mav. You got wow. two D two commits so, right there going. There go. And Carson Skyme, if he has a big year, he's going to be good too. He is. You know, he's a kid runs a four seven in the forty, and, he, and they've also got. I don't remember his name. His name escapes me. They got a big old horse coming back on their O line. Yeah, as well. big dude. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be the schedule for New Prague, another team that's going to be in the mix. They're going to go Bloomington-Jefferson, very winnable game for New Prague in Week 1. They're going to go Chaska, a really awesome top-10 team. Owatonna, Century JM, Northfield, <laughs> Waconia, a great team. And then St. Cloud Tech, a uh, pretty good northern Average, central about 500, team. Yep. Yeah, pretty good team. Um, you know, So there's their schedule. Once again, the schedule for New Prague, Jefferson, Chaska, Owatonna, Century JM, Northfield, Waconia, Tech. I think mm-hmm. of the schedules... Definitely, New Prague has the quote-unquote easiest yeah. of the teams in the mix. Of Owatonna, I feel comfortable with you saying New Prague that, yeah. and Century. They've got a good chance. So that just adds to good luck figuring out what's going to happen when it comes to seeding. Because at this point, I wouldn't be able to tell you because New Prague's got the quote-unquote easiest schedule, but Century's a bear. But they could be 0-3 and, and then go beat New Prague in week uh, yeah, and That's a good point, too. Yeah, you just don't know after learning what, you know, we've looked at all these schedules. Yeah, New Northfield, Mankato West. Well, then they play Faribault and John Marshall, and I'm nothing against those two teams, but not high talent, no. not high quality. That's right. And then coming into the Owatonna, what a, I mean, we'll learn a lot about week four. Yeah, I'm glad play Owatonna's playing oh, Northfield in week four. At Northfield, I'm okay yeah. with that, too. Beautiful stadium up there at Northfield, it by is. the way. It is. Grass. Uh, it's a grass field, and I do want to say this before we move on to the 2022 recap, as we promised. Owatonna's three toughest opponents in the regular season are all on the road, at West, at Chanhassen, at Northfield. So that'll be tough. Toughest schedule by far for Owatonna. So moving right along to last year's recap, the Owatonna Huskies football team finished 5-5, five and five, lost in the section championship game 36-7 to seven to Rochester Mayo. Second straight year, they lost in the section title game to the Spartans. Adios, Spartans. Um, last year was one of those things where it's you started uh, with a loss to Mayo in week one in a game they should have won, 34-27. Yes. They had the lead with seven minutes to go after an interception that wasn't for Justin Gleason, an interception that was called back with them leading yeah. by a touchdown on that drive. Owen Bayer falls over, just cramped up, and and I'm saying there was literally nobody around Holcomb just lofted it up to him for a touchdown because the guy who was covering him was 
writhing on the floor it, or on the grass. It's not Byers' fault. And if I anybody, to, here, I here's to, the I thing: I need to if, stress that it's not Byers' fault. He just any, fell with the cramp. If anybody's cramped up, that hurts. Yeah, and you're going to be down. It's <laughs> not cold. fun, and it was humid. It was it hot. Was so humid. if anybody's blaming him, they can come. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it one on one. Because so that Mayo touchdown tied it up. Um, Owatonna got the ball back and rolling out right. It was right in front of me. <sighs> Jacob Ginsky, I saw it happen. Roll that ankle. Was well, down Andy for a got, while, and you know what? Johnny got quarterback hit came in the backup. A couple throws later, pick six, and and that was it. Thirty four twenty seven. That was your COVID game. Yeah, that was my COVID game, and uh, one of those things that just started the season out, and you know what? I think it just stuck with Jacob the whole mm-hmm. season long. I mean, your blind side, think about your blind side anywhere. If you don't know what's coming from behind you, well, week one, you have uh, what was going to be a win. Things went a little weird, and then you get smacked, and then you get hurt. It's like, oh, that really is not a good situation, right? That sucks. <laughs> Imagine the sliding doors moment of what could have happened if Owatonna wins that first game against Mayo. And and Ginsky doesn't get hurt because then they went on twenty four nothing boat race to in a pouring rain a downpouring game downpouring yep. rain and then the Mankato West game. It, you then, know I don't. That was a game uh, where Mankato West converted a lot of third and fourth third downs. and fourth downs. Oh, a ton of credit them put them in that position, but then that first drive of the second half it kind of just put the knockout blow. Yeah, John, confidence was needed and it just wasn't gained just yep. because of those third and fourth downs and Mankato West, John, they were just so big up front. Oh my I mean, gosh, and so many athletes and They really were. Remember we were watching them during uh warm-ups and we're like, like what oh, is geez. this team? I mean, that that quarterback <laughs> I'll take their seventh lineman no and kidding. put him in our starting. That quarterback could throw a 40-yard yeah. dime and it was like, <laughs> wow, and he was a junior at that time. Oh, and then there was that tipped ball that caught for a touchdown yep. that was on fourth down. It was one of those games Jeez. where, I mean, we obviously learned what Mankato West was, yeah. you know, they kept, they finished what, second three points state. away yeah. in the, you know, state championship yeah. game, but hey, great team. Uh, then things started looking good. Next week was at Austin, right? So this was Ginsky's return. Yep. I was surprised to see him back. Uh, 34, nothing at halftime. Dan and I are in that little, Tent we had high five oh, and Roy yeah. and we're pumped up. This is it, baby. Thirty four seven was the final. Didn't look great in the second half, and there were some turnovers. I remember a muffed punt. I remember a bunch of sacks on Ginsky, which didn't help his confidence. Yeah, just beat him up in the second yeah. half. And and it, but yeah, any thirty four seven. Everything you wanted, right? Yeah, thirty four seven. Everything you wanted. But the one thing I do remember is Grimm's that uh, it was a yeah, huge. Yeah, he had a first yeah. carry of the game. Oh, yards, that was gone. huge. Gosh, yeah. he just How turned on the that? burners and just gone, and all of a sudden we were kind of waiting. Yeah, Pater, Grimsy, mm-hmm. touchdown, 7 nothing, rolling now. Oh, man, it was fun. I'm getting, yeah, That's that was really Speaking a good one. Speaking of fun, uh, the Northfield, a team we knew was going to be good last year. Owatonna came out so strong in that game. 21 nothing. they're blitzing, they're hitting gaps, they're just, they've got Kaiser contained. 21 nothing, and then they returned that kick for a touchdown late in the first half and then carried it over to the second half. Another second half dud. I think that was the game. You know, I talked about it on the radio version. Uh, I think that was the game where Sakura had a huge sack that stopped. I think it was at the end of the game. He kept him out of the end zone, Might I believe. Cretlo. Maybe it was Cretlo. It was Cretlo who had. Somebody did. You know what? Cretlo had. Yes. Okay, here's what it was. I do know this. Let me explain. Because I can remember it. I think it was like Cretlo a- stopped the two point conversion. Yes, because it was twenty one nineteen. Northfield went for two. Cretlo had watched the tape on them. You're right. Predicted the play. 
shut them down. It was a huge hit. I and, mean, oh, golly. And then he also, Zolotana got the ball back in that game, and they went to Kretlow, and he had like 50 yards on three carries or whatever. So that that was huge. Um let me find my spot here. I can always, no, it was, again, edit, I can always like, edit this out here. Again, one of those games was 21-19. was the final. You know? And it was just, uh, oh boy. Great first half, Coming bad out. second half, but they finished strong with Kretlow basically yep. wearing, wearing the cape. Yeah, felt really good about that win right there. 21-17, they won over Northfield, and then 60-6 to against JM. Now, that's not a great JM team last year, but Owatonna did play well. Needed it. Walter had a couple touchdowns, needed finally it. got on the board, needed it. Not a lot to glean from that game. I remember JM got the ball first, marched past the 50-yard line, yeah. went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. Owatonna got it back, scored right away. That was the difference between the two programs in that night. 60-6 to was the final. That six came in garbage time. Yeah, and it was uh, one of those games where the fireworks were prematurely <laughs> going off. Well, and they didn't it, want it me was... standing next to the fireworks lady, and then I... And they wanted you safe. I mean, things were just weird, weird, but boy, it was just... Yeah, it was one of the 60-6, to six, hey... Yeah, they we'll come in, it. then rolling in, thinking, "Oh boy, we're going to oh. just roll over North uh, New Prague." <sighs> it was that weird, weird Thursday well, night game. So it was the final regular season game at the old OHS Stadium. I'm glad I don't have to say that anymore. So final regular season game at that stadium. Thinking, all right, little life, little buzz here. It was your you birthday. Know, you're, 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 it was your birthday too. My birthday. They're three and zero. They've got that three game winning streak. Get into the stadium. Can't see me in the studio. I'm looking around. What people are sitting on their hands? John, it was senior night, and it was completely nobody dead. was there. Nobody was there. There was a playoff soccer game, so you can't fault people for going to watch that. We did have Henson kicking for us. Don't know if they just just people I didn't get the know. memo that Thursday the game I, was a switch. It was I, like, I, yeah, John, it was so weird. It was a Thursday night. You're it was right. a Thursday night game, John. It was oh. so so weird. It was kind of dark and dreary. It didn't rain, but no. So. Nupre gets the ball. They score. Just march. They had a big third down conversion. I remember that. And then they score. Owatonna never led. 16-0, I think, at halftime. Owatonna comes out, makes it 16-7, to feeling good, feeling yeah, good. Thinking. And then another eight-minute drive. I can remember in that one, it was Owatonna had one, maybe two possessions in the whole first half. They yeah. had an 11-minute drive to Nupre. John, it was... Uh... I remember Roy and Weird. I talking at halftime and just looking at you know our, our makeshift stats that we have <laughs> during the game, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think it was like outnumbered. Let's go seventy-five to like whatever. It was ridiculous, it was John. It was so crazy, Ugh. but whatever. You know, and then the next game uh, was the walking wounded. I showed up and uh, Ginsky's out, and Owen Byer uh, is out, and a couple other guys are not playing, and it was the casting game. Um, 28-21 against a good 4A team. I don't care. It was 4A, a team they had beat last year. You know, the 2022 team, or 2021 team that was in the rain, they beat the casting team that went to the prep bowl for 4A. Not as good of a team, but they had that monster up front who is at the Gophers now. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And 21 or 28-21, Oatana had a chance late. Yes. Couldn't convert that pass. Just a little... A, off the fingertips of Hollow Peter, and I'll say his name because he does redeem himself. It wasn't the reason they lost no, the game. No, not it was by any just means. Would have helped. Whatever. Um, Twenty-eight, twenty-one. I remember Jeff for, saying at the end of the game, "We just lost to Cass and Manerville." With all due respect, what is going on? Running back for uh, Cass and Manerville had an oh, ungodly game. John, I remember he, getting yeah those uh, two hundred and thirty. John, yards. I remember getting on oh, the plane to going to Tennessee, and <laughs> I was depressed. I I was down in the dumps, and then we get to Tennessee, get to the Grand Old Opry. And somebody, somebody said, Dan, aren't you excited? And I said, 
Well, you yeah, should be. I'm th- I, I was. Yeah, I was I know. excited. I get you. But then I was just uh, I was thinking about that ball game, thinking, oh boy, golly. So that was so, we got that uh, out of the way, and that was right after the, the new Prague game. Yes. So it just felt weird. It just was after things went odd. It was two Thursday to back Wednesday. Losses. It was a Wednesday night. Yeah. on the road, and then you get to playoffs, and you feel like I don't feel like I deserve this top seed. Is, is the Huskies? But they got it. No, Mayo uh, ended they, up getting the top. Excuse seed. me, the second seed. Yeah, you're right. yeah, Mayo you're ended up right. got it. No, yeah. you're right. Well, but you they were got thinking that of second yeah. seed, and which is you get the home field advantage for the your first playoff game, and then they host Northfield, and that is the um, the the point heard round Steeled County, the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct game. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. Basically, John, it was amazing. Kaiser, their quarterback, is running. Free down the sideline, ready to give Northfield the lead late in the game. Points up at the band. You know, you know. I don't know if it was malicious, just celebrating prematurely. Flag. The silliness. Nullify the touchdown. And Owatonna ultimately, and we'll talk more about this game because it was huge, wins 17-14. And to this day, Owatonna says, we lost that game. Yeah, yeah, definitely lost the game, but hey. You lost it, but you know won. what? The spirits came out of that field and said, "You're not losing your last game yeah, on this right. on this field." You know and you know point. what? A silly little gesture like that <laughs> cost them. But hey, but, but you know what? I yeah. loved it. I loved the feeling because I I've seen the call before in uh, high school and whatnot. And I right on. I remember uh-huh. calling it. I said, "I remember that." I remember calling it. I said, "That's going to be a penalty. You're going to be at this." And that was just the best feeling when 17-14. I don't care how you just win. Get out of here it's with still that a win. I yep. love it, and you move to Mayo, and uh, well, then Mayo happened. And then Mayo happened. So, again, you get that win. You don't feel great about it, and then you go to Mayo, and it's tied 7-7 after the first quarter because Mayo got the ball first and just marched down and scored. Owatonna gets the ball back, 65 yards, Ginsky to Strom, and then the hit happened shortly after that, and then it was just 36-7 John, was the final. Owatonna had no chance. After Ginsky went down, John. After yeah, after Ginsky went down, I didn't even really want to be there. I just wanted to, you know, just you know, honestly, roll in a, yeah. I just same. felt so so sick, bad, sick, whatever it is. And just at halftime, I just remember like being in a daze. Like don't don't really want to do this. Like this is I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really not feeling well. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about Ginsky the whole yeah, just time. Thinking, I think I everybody is. his family and like oh man, that just was a tough situation. <sighs> I'm just well, glad he's okay. And he was. And he, yes, he and he was. Drove yes. home that night, so he was fine. He yeah. is fine. Doesn't blame the kid for for Mayo. Hats off to you and Roy the way you kept your composure. I'm not sure if I would have been able to on the air. There was stuff that happened on social media that night. It was a weird night. Season was over, and you just you don't feel relieved. But I mean, once Ginsky went down, the game was over. Yeah, once and then ultimately five and five. That is the narrative of last year. First time they didn't finish with the winning record since like 2008. Now you've got this year to really really focus on. Hey. New landscape, new everything, a yep. couple new players. But let me go back to last year's team and just one thing that really just jumps out. You have to replace Grimsey, yeah. 906 yeah. yards. John, 14 touchdowns, one yeah. of them throwing. One, one of them throwing. throwing. I think that was Casson, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, it was. So, I mean, you've got a lot of yards to replace, mm-hmm. and we talked about it, running back spot open. But, boy, that's just one of those stats that just bites you. Yep. No, you're right. He was a workhorse yeah. of all workhorses. Oh, yeah. He was a bell cow. Jumping into individual opponents to watch. I'll go with my list first and just kind of talk about them, and then I'll let you do yours, Dan. Makeda West, I could list their whole team. But yeah. some of their better players, Jalen Smith, 6'2", 190-pound receiver. Again, from West, he's a senior committed to the Gophers. Runs a 4-5 and a 40. Super athletic, catches everything. He's their top receiver. Again, Jalen Smith. 
Keep that name in your head. All of these guys, by the way, on my list are seniors that Oatan is going against. Bart Mackinich, the quarterback for Mankato West. Yeah. Love the kid. 6'2", a solid 215. Could be 220. Real strong Just arm. Just real strong arm. Accurate. Somewhere around the realm of 25 touchdowns with one or zero interceptions last year. In fact, I think it was zero. Had over 2,000 yards passing, John. He also has the ability to, to, to rush with it, too. Yeah, that's a good uh, pick right there. I like it. Then we're going to go with another team that's just going to be dynamite. Sam Macy. These next two guys are Chanhassen guys. Six foot four, 220-pound defensive end. He's got offers from the Gophers, from Air Force, from Army, from Navy, from uh, University of North Dakota. So that's the used to be the Fighting Sioux. And then the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. So he's a big-time D1 kid, 6'4", 220 again on, on the defensive end. Hopefully you can run away from a kid like that, but just a big time, one of the best upfront guys in his class as a recruit in the state of Minnesota. And then the guy I think could be the most dangerous individual player that Owatonna will see, and it's going to be again in week two against Chanhassen, Maxwell Woods, 5'10", 180, pretty good size. It's committed to NDSU, so that's as good as you get for FCS, we'll call it, 1AA. 1,414 yards, 18 touchdowns last year. Randy Shavers got him on the CARE 11 preseason Metro team. Second week of the season against Chanhassen. They've got kids all over, a lot of D1 guys, and then going to some more familiar, the last guy I got on my list here, and then I'll let Dan go through his. Uh, it's Kyan Rauch. Talked about him a little bit. Um, he is the centerpiece of a big, beefy offensive line for Northfield. He's an offensive tackle, 6'7", 270, hulking lineman, and headed to SDSU. Dan, you've got three guys. John, uh, i got three guys. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Two from Century, one from uh, Northfield. I'm going to start out with Jake Wills. He's a 6'3", 205 wide receiver from Century. He's an all-on athlete. He's going over to Mankato to play. Owen Byer and him matching up, that's going to be a fun matchup right there. Boy, uh, right now Century's uh, kind of solidifying their uh, quarterback position, don't have a lot of information Oh boy, he's going to be a good one. One of those kids that he's fast, really good hands, and he can just go up and get the ball. Probably going to get, hopefully, going to get a lot of balls over to him. So if you see him here in town, they are going to play Century in, I believe, week five. He's a good one. Uh, highlight him. He's really good. Then I'm going to go over to uh, Carson Skyim defensively. 6 0, 180 wide receiver. He's a D2, D3 athlete. Runs about a 4 7 Very and 40. quick, very, very quick. quick. So he's one of those kids that, hey, defensively, keep an eye on. He can be everywhere, and he can cover the field a lot. I don't know Century's team a lot, but I, I do know he's an up-and-comer. He's going to be on the field a lot. He really ways. is. Yep. Then and I got him, this. him and Wills, Jake Wills, are going to make a great one-two punch. They really are, yeah. Uh, some teams that you're going to want to look for in the greater landscape of Class 5A, Mankato West, Chanhassen, Chesk is going to be very good. Elk River, the defending I was state champions. Just say that Elk River, yeah. Elk River's the defending state champs. Rogers is going to be another team that is going to be dynamite. I believe they're Northfield's uh, another one, and then Irondale as well. But Rogers is going to be one. But Elk River too, John. Talk about them. How they just lined up early against Mankato, yep. and all of a sudden you're like, okay, they have a chance to really take it to them. Ended up beating them. They did in the state 29-26 in an unbelievable game. But that Rogers team, John, gave everything. They could, and I went and watched that game, 14-10 to 10, Mankato West win over Rodgers. John, this is one of those years, there's a lot of really, really talented teams in 5A this year, John. Oh my gosh. Huge. It, it is one of the best pool of Class 5A 
programs I have seen in a very, very long time. It, it's you use the word unbelievable because that is exactly what it is. Well, then I think that is all, as Jeff would say, for the good of the order. This has been fun. It always has. It always is. It's the second annual big time breakout preview. You're going to be listening to this at just about the right time, the 27th of August. We are less than a week away from September 1st. I want to thank Hive. He's going to be there. John and myself, John Partridge and myself, will be there at 4:30 for two hours. We are going to have talk more about this team specifically about Hastings. We're going to have giveaways. It's just going to be John and I. We're going to who knows what's going to happen. We'll be back and forth. The banter. We're going to be right in the center of everything. The tailgate party is going to be happening for hours before the game. 5,200 people expected to be there. Once again, Hy-Vee, Blue Collar Barbecue. We've got to say this, as I did talk about it in the uh, before we got rolling during kind of the first segment, the Eagles Club. Every Friday, we will be there, John and I, recording on a stage live from noon to one. Hey, the show is still unnamed, but we're going to have lunch special lunch specials throughout the entire season, Husky specials, right? Drink specials, food specials, and then go back to the Eagles Club for the fifth quarter, go to Reggie's Brewhouse, and Reggie's or whoever car time, Jason Yacovino Law Firm, Havana Hills. I'm missing somebody, but thanks to all our sponsors. Dan, I will let you have the final word here, or words, in the 2023 Owatonna Football Season Preview. I'm going to go to, back to the Eagles Club and uh, get this Husky dog right here. Footlong hot dog, your choice of toppings. I'm going to also I'm going to get the chili cheese fries. I'm going to put that on, and then also the tater tots. I hope oh. that's an option because I saw that on the new list, and oh, golly, I like that. Oh, and then also the dog bite drink. Oh, yes. check that out. Got a honey What's whiskey. Be in the dog bite drink? It's going to be honey whiskey, lime, ginger, fresh lemon. Oh, boy, oh. that looks amazing. It's about 85 degrees in the studio. It really that- is. Taste, it would taste very good. Very good. But that is going to be it. We've wrapped it up. We did it again. Go Huskies. Don't forget to listen to every game on 106.3 FM, 1170 the AM dial. The fan Owatonna, OwatonnaLive.com. Dan and Roy, thanks for everybody for sticking around. This has been the Owatonna Football Season Preview.